0: Hi Warren, how are you? Good, good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for chatting with me. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, me too. Me too. Appreciate it.
0: Um, I thought Tiger Twenty Four was phenomenal. I really did. It's, I did not expect it to play out. It almost plays out like a like a like these murder mystery shows, things you've seen on Netflix, which is not what I expected on a documentary about tigers. Um, mm-hmm. And from what I understand, from what you say in the film. You didn't expect it either, so I was wondering for you: at what point did it become something else?
1: Oh well, in in twenty fifteen, you know, after he was removed for, uh, you know, for the fourth kill, the alleged fourth kill, um, it just became something else. I mean, I I was aware that there that he was accused of killed as I was filming and everything, but but it, he wasn't what he became, which was like this icon for conservation and billboards erected and and. I didn't expect to be going to a court for this tiger, right? And so, so yeah, it happened in at, after the 2015 uh, removal of T-24. That's when it all changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, you say you didn't expect to be going to court for a tiger. I don't think anybody expects a sentence like that to come out of their mouth. Like, um, and, and this feels very much like a legal drama
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, for this. See, I want to say wild animal, but I feel like with the way the film cares for the cares for t24 it it almost feels like an injustice just to refer to him that way in some ways at this point
1: um yeah i mean he's he's a wild animal but but he became a symbol for conservation and i think his story is really important for for all tigers and all large predators because they're really important uh species like keystone species and preserving them preserves their habitat And when he was first removed, I was actually here in the, in the U S doing a commercial job. And I got this call I got really emotional that he was being removed. And then the field director was courteous enough to let me know. He knew that I was filming T24. So he let me know, and there was a bit of a conversation that I could fly immediately and film the removal. But when the activism exploded, he had to like make a much more quicker decision to remove the tiger. Um, And so, yeah, I, I got emotional and I, and I started out they came back. I started meeting the lead activist Chandrabal Singh who took it to the court system and all the government officials that I hadn't, hadn't really talked to when I was filming this tiger, because I was trying to be this guy that was quiet in a Jeep, just doing, getting footage and not dealing with them. But now I had to really deal with them and really understand how a tiger reserve is managed. You know, and that's the one thing that I learned from this film that most of these wildlife docs, they kind of, portray these wild areas as expansive and inviolate and perfect. And you, you can kind of do that. You just cheat your camera away from the problem and show this thing. And then people are at home on their 4K TVs thinking this is this awesome place. And then the reality is most wildlife spaces are managed. And mm-hmm. just on the fringes, sometimes within them, there's a lot of problems. And I think this film allowed me uh, to show everyone the reality of where our wildlife is you know, that these tigers hardly have any space, that the that these ideal spaces for them are not as ideal, that they're compromised, and the governments in there are doing the best they can, but the situation is so bad. The habitat is so limited, and there's so much human population around that they're just imperfect systems, and they're managing within that imperfect system. And I think the, the re- reason they removed T24 is not because they were like, oh, we hate this tiger, he's this crazy man-eater. It was more like, the system's not perfect and we have to make some kind of a call you know because his territory is is so close to pilgrims going into the tiger reserve so close to the village you know uh, there's no buffer in Ranthambore in a traditional sense there's a, it's supposed to be around the entire core, but they, it's more separated in Ranthambore so I think I don't know exactly but I think all of that went into their thoughts when they were moving him.
0: Yeah see you know what you, you bring up something really fascinating you're right. When we see most films, they're sweeping natural narratives. You know, the, the drone flies over it and you see all yeah. the animals out in their preserve or they're on safari and they're over there. Yeah. But You've put it right in the traffic Yeah. because that's I understand. Well, you didn't. That's the way it is. Uh, what, what did you learn about that? What does it mean to balance territories? Because there's a
1: relationship going on here that we don't usually see. I mean, if you go to Ranthambore, any of these tiger reserves, you're staying in a hotel and then you drive in 15 minutes to an hour to go inside. But as you go in you know, there's villages and there's people trying to sell you hats of the tiger reserve. And then you and then within minutes, you're inside the tiger reserve. And then very often you'll see villagers inside of it, whether they're invading illegally or legally to go to the pilgrims. And I just this film made me show that. And it's almost ridiculous and laughable when I see pictures on social media of like, I'm in the wild with this tiger because I know what it's really like. You were probably there with like 20 other jeeps with a lot of noise and like you were, and you know, like you know, a mile out was a village. And 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 so I almost think it's somewhat an ecological injustice to be continuing to show these spaces as pristine mm-hmm. as they aren't, <laughs> because they they aren't, you know, it's almost like this is what we want it to be. And I think T24, although we have, you know, gorgeous shots, et cetera, I think it shows, you know, the interplay between humans that that are just outside critical tiger habitat, who are really important, by the way, like these people in the village that people, you know, point a finger at for going in, they're the ones with a really low carbon footprint, they're the ones dealing with tigers who can become vermin for them. It's okay for us who are sitting away, you know, at home watching TV or whatever to, to point a finger, but we're not dealing with a tiger coming in and killing our, our, you know, our family or our goats or whatever it is, or, you know, if you and I were friends in a neighborhood, if I had to go say hi to you at night, but I had to consider walking by a field with a tiger, I would have a different perspective on this animal. So I think t uh, T24 allows for a combination of all that. If you want to come in and watch a murder mystery, there's that. If you want to come in and watch, you know, good looking footage of tigers, there's that. But if you want to get a good conservation as, as well, a message as well, which is what I hope people get, Uh, that's definitely there as well yeah
0: it you know i my kids always you know they always make well not make fun of me they always bring it up tigers are like one of my favorite animals i I adore them we're at the zoo and and i love staring into their eyes There's something mesmerizing about those Mm -hmm. eyes it's just gorgeous i'm at the zoo um there's a certain level of perceived safety that i have just by walking in the door and paying for my ticket there's I'm not worried about that, but this is where I think the doc is so interesting because, I mean, what do you think our responsibility is, at, at, like, or their responsibility is, for the rights of the animal kingdom? Because we're we're, we're fighting for the rights of t twenty four, but there are families as well. Like you said, if you're walking out at night or or need to get into the field, like this is this is a natural habitat for for a living predator.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I mean I think that we, you know we're not the only ones on the planet these animals are also here I think they deserve their space I think to motivate people it's it's there's obviously an, an, you know an ethical responsibility but there's also an, like, an economic incentive in preserving these wild spaces mm-hmm. uh, there's there's tourism money for the locals right outside of there there's ecosystem services for these national parks because they fight climate change they control soil erosion they preserve other biodiversity and i also think the earth is a more beautiful space when we have these wild spaces and and there should be something where humans say you know we don't have to go like everywhere because i'm one of those people too who wants to go like hiking somewhere or go to eat somewhere no one was there but not now i've changed my mind about it. Like, you know maybe i can just go to this this stupid cafe where there's like a 100 other humans you know that's where i'm supposed to be you know and so i think there's something about if you want to have an a, a world which has wild space, if you want to have a space, a world where there's mythological, you know, national parks, then, you know, maybe you don't have to discover, like, everything. Maybe you just leave some things for these animals.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, one of the other things that comes up in the in the doc, and I, it's, honestly, it's just a question I never, never asked myself before, frankly. I mean, we often tell the story from the perspective, well, I guess every story tries to, Let me redo that um one of the things i noticed in the documentary is that you try and balance perspectives both human and and animal and natural and uh i love the conversation that takes place about blame because there there is one taking place or you've got people saying it's a tiger we're in his habitat um at the same time you've got people like we said that says hey this is but we need to go in here or whatnot but there's this question of of whether or not we can blame T24. I was wondering what what your opinion was on that. Can you blame T24 for being a tiger?
1: Well, I mean, the so that's a pretty layered like nuanced kind of argument. So the, so, the, so the yeah, you can't blame him for being a tiger and you could argue that in a way like the ultimate big jungle cat, tiger should be killing humans left and right because that they're top predators. Uh, but, you know, but to manage a tiger reserve, you have to make an overall conservation decision. And that's the decision that the chief wildlife board and the field director believe they made. But I think that there are no perfect calls in wildlife. You don't really know what to do, right? And 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 I don't blame them because, you know, should, should they have waited for a potentially another attack? Should they have removed them after the second attack? Because the law allows the state to even shoot these animals, right? Mm-hmm. Just coming back from the days when hunters were allowed to go hunting and culling, etc., so it was a controversial decision because T24 was kind of a famous tiger because an activist decided to move the court system multiple times. Um, I, you know, for me, like I, I think it, it's in an ideal world. And we don't live in one, that the, the core area is this pristine, expansive, invi- inviolate space where tigers rule and there's no human invasion, and there's this buffer, and outside the buffer there's the human settlement, and then, you know, then there's my hotel, and then there's cities, right, and if a tiger left all that and was seeking out human prey inside the cities or villages, then of course that tiger is a rogue problem animal, and generally those are the traditional man-eaters that have been shot or have broken canines or whatever t24 was a large healthy male and and you know you could argue he's a man-eater or you could argue that you know he's just a, a guy with a personality that would take a baseball to your back to your head if you broke into his house right so it's just a you know you know maybe someone breaks into your place you, you call the cops or you run or maybe you 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 kill him. i don't know so to me he was just a dominant a dominant male and um but there are tiger experts in the film that Have very specific opinions and I'm I'm the first one to say they probably know more about this than me you know I'm just a filmmaker documenting all the opinions and I try to be as neutral as possible
0: yeah well absolutely and I I will say you talk about personality you've obviously done a good job because I actually got kind of mad at t27 I'm like yo that's that's his woman 57 57 I was like Wait a second, and then I went. Wait, yeah. it's a tiger.
1: Okay. <laughs> the way it's told. Is like,
0: and he moved in
1: on you. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> felt even sure. worse. Yeah, no, 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 no. For sure. I mean that. I mean that was, but that was uh, an argument uh, by the activists and also uh, an NGO there, uh, you know, called Tiger Watch. There was a paper they wrote about potentially a new male coming in to kill t24's cops because that does happen And the cops didn't get killed by by 57 i don't want to give too much away about the movie but but there's there is this drama of when he gets removed about a new male coming in and look you know we we documented it and we got hundreds of shots but obviously i put the most compelling ones you know yeah, it's true yeah <laughs> yeah you know, having, having said
0: that i mean i know this started off i mean it became so much more started off as a documentary tigers is there anything that you learned about them that just, that really surprised you about, about them as a species in the midst of all of this?
1: Um, I think what I learned, they're very efficient, you know, hunters and they're also very intelligent about it. Like they make these decisions about, they're not they're gonna spend the most limited amount of energy hunting prey. And I learned that a lot about T24 who would almost never hunt. Like he would just take a killer from somebody else or do something explosive if the kill camp, like really close, because you gotta remember, like if, if they hunt and they sprain their, you know, their leg or, or they hurt their claw or their teeth, they're they're they are they they can not hunt for the next one, or some other tiger will come and kill them. So I I learned that. But I also learned about this really like evocative interactions they have, you know, with. The T24 is still being a father to these cubs and they're kind of like rolling on him and upsetting him and he'll let them share a little bit of meat. But after a while, they're like, okay, okay, you're not going to have all this meat. And, you know, and so I, you know, that to me was, I like I'm wondering like what's going on there. And then, and also I don't know what he thought about me because very often he would just like look at me and just like keep looking at me. And I was like, is he, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And he, but I just want to thank him for giving me all this time because he would just hang out in a very relaxed way with me for like hours on end. And we, it was almost like we weren't there after a while.
0: That that impressed me. Actually, I was watching that. And I realized at a few points, I think you shoot from behind and he's there and I'm like, dude, <laughs> like all it, <laughs> all it takes yeah. is for him to get ticked. That you, you know, I don't want a selfie right now. And, and, you know, and I, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, Warren, the film is great. I'm just wondering what what do you hope audiences take away from it?
1: Well, I I, I mean, I well, first of all, I mean, I, I hope they're actually enjoy enjoy the film. I just think that you know they want. I think it's an enjoyable film to watch. But there's a conservation message, and I think the best way to deliver that message is to make a film that's actually compelling and and something that you want to actually enjoy watching. So to me, the message would be that you know we love large predators. And if you want them to be around for future generations, we have to understand that they need to have their space and we can't encroach on their habitat if we want them to be around for future generations. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I
0: appreciate the time to chat with you. I really wish you the best. The film's great. Thank um, you. Thank you so much for your time. And have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas, all of them. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>